everybody, welcome back to our Castle Island Holiday Weeks podcast. We are back today with episode three, our final episode. Yeah, and if this is your first episode, if you haven't listened to any other episodes yet, pause it right now, go and listen to both Heather and Claire's episode. Um, they were great and you'll get a lot. We reminisce a little bit about Castle Island um, and you'll, you'll, yeah, you gotta just check it out, watch it enjoy yeah and just a little reminder for those of you who maybe don't know us my name is Aoife and my name's Maddie and we are joined with our final guest of our Castle Island Holiday Week podcast and I will hand over to them to introduce themselves and say hello hi I'm uh, David Rock I'm the chair of the Castle Island Holiday Week committee uh, and have been uh, attending Castle Island for over 30 years I think it is now so how, how long has Castle Island been running just uh, Castle Weld has been running for about 36 or 37 years, oh, wow. something, I think, in 1985, I think, was the first year that they had it. It began with just a few uh, ministers and friends and decided they wanted to do a, a little holiday together. Um, and so there were about, I think, I, I'm not exactly sure, uh, half a dozen, um, eight families maybe, um, decided to do this together. Um, I understand there were about maybe 20 children altogether um, from not the 18. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, it began just as a them doing holiday together. And then a few other people said, can we come? Um, and it just began to grow <laughs> from that. Grew. So, yeah. yeah. David, you're probably not going to like this, but can I make you feel a little bit old? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 26. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm well used to that now. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I've just accepted the fact that I I'm I'm I've become the grumpy old man. Um, so oh, definitely not. But we're super excited to have David with us today. A very familiar face and a very familiar voice around the Methodist Church, but especially yeah. Castle Allen as well. Um, and we're really excited to hear from you. Um, like you guys know, our podcasts are just a little bit fun. Like Maddie said, we're going to be reminiscing a little bit about Castle Allen. Sure. Um, and we're just really excited for David to share all the stories that he has yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be fun but i always think i always find it very funny um david when you come up on stage for castle Wellen because you always do the health and safety talk and you can always tell the people's um vo- like you can kind of just tell them and see them just sit back in their seat and their head goes up and their eyes go back and they're like oh no i have to listen to david for the 30th year in a row thankfully not for that like the time um, yeah but there are some 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 things, unfortunately, that have to be done. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, yeah. for those people listening to the podcast who maybe don't know you, yeah, um, tell us a little bit about a bit more about you and what you're doing right now. Okay, uh, I have been a Methodist minister for um, thirty one years. Uh, for fifteen of those, I was I headed up youth and children's work and IMYC uh, and DYCW before that. Um. I, at the minute, I'm uh, serving with The Big House. Uh, and it's an organisation that works with young people and I've been working with them for the last couple of years, um, since September 2019. Um, so almost two years um, and uh, started with them working just a couple of days a week. Um, that has now grown to four days a week um, and may, somewhere in the future, uh, eventually come to full time but yeah. uh enjoying working with them and helping them develop the work that they're involved in yeah. that's that's class so the last castle Elm that we had which two years ago now which is weird thinking about it yeah. um 
you actually got up and I remember this really well. You got up on stage and you basically talked about your heart um, for serving young people yeah. in the church, which obviously led to then you sort of in September then starting with the Big House. So do you want to tell us a bit about what Big House does and sort of what you've been doing over the last two years as like a little sort of minute and a half update yeah. for everyone okay. who's really interested? Totally. Um, so the Big House works with young people um helping them uh, whenever things are difficult, uh, but also uh, working with young people trying to, to prevent those difficulties happening. So uh, providing resources and training um, to help young people uh, deal with situations whenever they become difficult. So um, so they offer counselling services, um, they offer camps um, and, and the training. Um, the camps, obviously, for the last year and a half, two years haven't happened. Um, uh, the counselling service has been curtailed uh, to a degree because uh, we weren't able to do the face-to-face. Um, so it moved online um, and some folks weren't happy doing online. So it, it sort of has evolved a little. We're now back to doing some face-to-face yeah. um, and some online um, still as well. Um, when I started with them, um, I, I was brought in initially to to help them look at, at where they were at as an organisation and to see how uh, the work could be developed. Um, when, I, when I said I was working with the big house to people, when they asked me what I was doing, the next question they asked was, where's the house? Um, and that's quite a recent thing totally totally and I I was had to say at the beginning well there isn't one Um, and that was part of the sort of coming in looking at the vision and because if the vision was was that there wasn't going to be a house then I said to them you probably need to change the name of the organisation and try and think of something a little bit different so in, in talking to staff, uh, to board members, to uh, volunteers who were involved, the, the vision was still very much that there would be a place, that it would be a, a home. Um, it, it wouldn't be a youth centre or it wouldn't be um, somewhere clinical, but it would actually be um, a family home that people could, uh, young people could come to and would feel safe and at peace um, and would be cared for and looked after. Um, and so, um, so that took a couple of months to to sort of sort that out um, and then at the end of those couple of months then um, the board then said right we want you now to begin that process and to put the things that needed to be adapted and changed there were a few other uh, small things um, the, the organization initially was very much created to work with young people but over the years because of various circumstances and difficulties uh, or ways of working that it had changed um, it had become more of an organisation that trained adults to work mm-hmm. with young people and there wasn't as much um, face-to-face working with young people as as, they, uh, as the folks uh, in the team wanted. So, so there was a little bit of, of just changing the perspective back again to be, you know, young people is our mm-hmm. first priority um, and then sort of adults who work with them would be the second priority. And the other thing then, obviously, was to look for a house. Yeah. Um, so, um, so about February, the house that we eventually found, I, I saw online, uh, but it was too expensive. Um, and uh, sort of continued looking. We went and visited um, some properties that were quite run down that needed a lot of work. Uh, we looked at some that were a bit newer, but none of them quite ticked the box. Um, and then in April... 
uh, passed the April a year ago, um, the house sort of came up on my search again. Um, so it had they had taken fifty thousand pounds off the price. Wow. Um, and it had fallen then within our our bracket. Yeah. And it was a house that basically we could walk into without yeah. having to right. do anything. So um, so that happened literally two days before I went on furlough. Um, and also at that time, because of COVID, nobody was able to travel. Um, so we couldn't even go to see it. Um, so a colleague, uh, Paul Galicci, um, who's in with Addy, went with his family and his phone and he did a video walk around <laughs> for me. And uh, and he he uh, said, said, I think this is the place. I think this is what you're looking for. Um, so I said to the estate agent, look, I'd love to come and see it, but obviously can't do that at the minute. Um, I'll uh, Because I'm on furlough, I'll come sort of in June. So in June, I went to see it. Yes, ticked all the boxes or as many as we could uh, think of. Um, then the board came up a couple of weeks later. At the end of June, we made the decision that, yes, we would like to, to purchase this. And then I had to go to the estate agent and say, we'd love to purchase this house but we've no money. Um, can we work something out here? Uh, because we have no idea, like, you know, we would love to purchase it, but we need time to do yeah. it. And now we have something to focus on. We can tell our supporters, this is the place that, that we're going to, to get. So the, the um, vendor said, yep, happy to give you some time. Um, if you can do it in three months, we'll take another 10,000 off the price. If you can do it by Christmas, we'll take 5,000 off. If it's not done by Christmas, we'll go back on the market again. Yeah. Uh, right. Fair enough. That gives us five months basically to to raise the money. So cutting the long story short, um, we got to December. Um, we had a lot of money pledged for towards the loan that we were um, going to need to buy it. The board set a target of 50% um, to buy of, of money raised and then 50% of a loan. Yeah. So we had the loan sorted. But we were well short of the 50%. And um, we had a board meeting on the 16th of December. And I kept saying to folks, God is a fight the midnight God. It's always sort of last minute. If this is going to happen. Yeah. And I kept saying, please be a half past 10 God. Because <laughs> this is not doing my heart good. Um, but we got to a board meeting on the 16th of December. Um, we were significantly short of money. And I had been trying to figure out. How can I convince the board to get take more of a loan yeah. um, to go with this? And I thought I had it all worked out. And the morning of the meeting at nine o'clock, I was um, on my way to the uh, airport to pick up Ethan and I got a phone call um, from one of the other board members. He said, are you sitting down? I said, I'm driving. He said, don't crash the car. <laughs> uh, one of the folks that we've been speaking to has been on the phone this morning. Um, he's going to give us £75,000 which was exactly what we needed to get oh. to 50%. Um, and he then said, and on top of that, he's going to cover the professional fees. And it was like, what? Are you serious? So um, so an hour later, we went into the board meeting, um, able to say, we've got the money. Yeah. Um, Some and it literally, like, it was one of those five to midnight, um, sort of, yeah. uh, and it just was unreal. Like, it, yeah. it, uh, 
Because in the middle, like, who's going to do a fundraising campaign to buy a house in the middle of a pandemic? A week know? before Christmas. <laughs> and, and, and that's, but that's, that's what happened. And it, and it is, like, God just amazes me yeah. and has amazed me during this time of how he has provided and how um, prayers have been answered because there have been people have been praying for this for years. One response, whenever we said we had got the house, um, one response came from somebody who said, I think this has been the longest advent ever uh, because it has been so long mm-hmm. in the coming. Yes. Um, but hallelujah, it's here, you yeah. know. So um, so it was lovely um, for that, that to actually happen. And it meant uh, there was all kinds of legal uh, issues that had to be sorted out and, and various things, but we got, got those all sorted. And um, we actually got the key on the 1st of April, but I didn't post it until the 2nd of April because I thought if I post it on April Fool's yeah, Day, so. <laughs> people, people all, you know, will go, ah, oh, he's only joking, he's only joking. But, Good uh, call. So, um, so, yeah, so, sorry, that was probably a lot longer than a minute no, and a that, half. But, that's okay. Uh, but no, that's that was... A, an update as no, to where I think that's like Maddie was saying. Like we remember you standing up at Castle Wall and yeah. telling yeah. us about stepping into the big house and how you have heart for it. So I think people are going to really appreciate that update and just seeing yeah. how God's been journeying with you oh, and your role with it, Big House has, and for the people around you. It has been phenomenal, and it and it continues um, because when we knew we were going to get the house, um, <clears throat> we knew that um, the house itself um, can accommodate a small number of people. Um, so if we're going to have groups of young people come, we need more accommodation. There's a small stable block at the back, which we're hoping to develop, yeah. um, probably just flatten it and um, build something completely new. But we wanted to tie in with the, the house and, and for it to still be part of the home. Yes. Um, and uh, because we knew we were going to have to do that, I had written off to, um, to trusts uh, over in England just to say, you know, this is what we're doing. Um, be lovely if you wanted to give us a call to have a chat. Um, um, point me in the direction of what I need to do to to see if we if we you can help us. So, um, one of them emailed me saying, "Can you give me your mobile number? I'd like to have a chat with you." Um, he phoned me a couple of days later, and uh, he said, "I've had a really interesting conversation with my boss. He was the grants officer. Um, his boss would have been on the board." Um, he said, they really like what you're doing. Um, and I immediately waited for the but. <laughs> because they had already... In this country, we're so used to the it's uh-huh. great but. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's totally true. You know, we, we are very negative in our thinking because yeah. our assumption is that there will always be a, a, a but. Um, and, uh, but he, it didn't come. He said, we're really interested in what you're doing. And my boss um, has... Uh, he... he ask a couple more questions and I have to, to ask you. And, and I said, right. And he says, is there anything else we can help you with? And I went, sorry, what, what do you mean? Is there anything? And he said, well, obviously um, you're developing the work. Yeah. You know, would you need any help with salaries? And I'm going, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, and, I, and then he asked another question, which he doesn't ask very often. Would you like multi-year funding? And I, wow. I, I'm going, are you, like, you don't need to ask that question. <laughs> I'm going, yes, yes, yes is the answer. Um, uh, and so the initial grant that we were looking for um, was, was like a substantial amount of money because it was towards the building pro- yeah. project. But basically we've asked for about two and a half times that amount. 
Um, and it's just we're waiting. We're now waiting um, yeah. because obviously, like he said, it's highly unlikely that they'll turn it down whenever they've asked for more. You know, do you want more and yeah. and and uh, whatever. So we're 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 through the next stage of the process, and and so we're waiting yeah. in September. They meet and we'll find out if we've been successful mm-hmm. and. Um, and a second trust has come back similarly looking for more information because yeah. they're they're interested in, in what we're doing and alongside all of the stuff around the house um, um, we've just launched a second resource um, after shaken uh, which came out um, and over 8,000 young people have mm-hmm. have received shaken um, which helps them with um, mm-hmm. dealing with difficulties and this was first launched in 2019, well before the pandemic, pandemic yeah. um, but has become so appropriate for this yeah. time. Yeah. And Steady literally in the last couple of weeks has been launched um, and um, is beginning to to be fed out to, to young people as well to follow on. And, and it's it will be followed by Strong, um, so the three will follow one from, one from the other and, and hopefully um, wow. develop uh, folks, on, young people on their journey. Yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, help them to to get stronger in their faith you know yeah. so so yeah so it's like it's it's been an amazing couple of years yeah. to be honest it's been amazing yeah. to see how class. god's hands totally yeah. been on the yeah. whole journey yeah especially but even and even seeing you from the start and i'm sure a lot <laughs> of the people listening will remember that and seeing from sort of this is where sort of you were going into it and this is where yeah. they've come yeah. um which is which is unreal so before we sort of move on to yeah. like Castlewell and stuff Give us two prayer requests that you have for Big House so mm-hmm. that our listeners can be actively praying for you and the work that you and Big House are doing. I suppose like, what we have continually um, asked people to pray for is is God's favour. Mm. Um, that as we begin to, to look at what we're trying to do and how we develop it, um, that one, that God directs us that... Uh, we do the right things um, that that will be useful for not just young people who will come, but also for um, young people who are in the Lima Valley area where we're based um, and that we become a community resource as much as a, a place that young people will come to. Um, so uh, I suppose it's a combination of, of discernment um, uh, and favour, uh, I suppose would be the two things. We had a, a girl who has been praying for uh, the the organisation for many years came and visited a few weeks ago and walked around all morning praying um, around the the building and the grounds, and she came back with um, two particular things have stuck in my head. One, you have everything that you need already here yeah. to begin to do what you want to do, and secondly, um, do not despise small beginnings. You know, be, mm-hmm. and that's the reality. It will yeah. be small beginnings that will happen, but don't be don't be despising those. Um, allow those to happen because that will help to develop the feeling of a family home, yeah. of a place that that um, young people can come to. So, so it, like it's as we continue to go through the process that uh, we discern the right things and that um, that God's favors on continues and even to be what we do. Saying about small beginnings, mm. like that's like Castlewell started from a yeah, bunch yeah. of families, yeah. and look that's where it has grown yeah. and look where it's yeah. become. And, and, and yes, yesterday I, I I took a friend to to visit Coramila, who had been there sixteen years ago as mm. part of EMYC, um, and uh, I, and I remember sort of the the first images of of Coramila, and it was just a 
There's a house, yeah. you know, and, and uh, it, it has now developed into this um, international centre that um, yeah. people come to. And, and uh, uh, as you say, everything has to start somewhere, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it's, um, this is a, like where what we have is actually a lot bigger than some things that have started. But what we'll be able to do will be limited a little um as we as we start off but but we're very excited about the potential yeah, yeah. You know. that's so bro thanks so much cool. david i think that i think that brings us nicely into like the next kind of question just thinking about those seasons of you know there's a season of beginning there's yeah. a season of starting off slow this year's theme for castlewell has been seasons and that's what we've really been looking at over the weekend and thinking about over the weekend um but for you thinking about this past season of covid so the mm. past year 18 months um, we'd love to get a little bit more insight into your good, your bad and your godly of this past season. So you can answer this both personally or professionally, but thinking about in this past season, what are some of the good things that have come out of COVID or that you've seen happening throughout that time? The bad or the challenging things that have maybe cropped yeah. up and then how's your faith been impacted? Like where have you seen God really thrive or come through in this past season? The, the good for me has been um, has been probably space mm. um, more time with family um, having at the, at the very very beginning uh, one of the the weirdest uh, things that a lot of people talked about was um, actually hearing things that they sort of never really heard before like um, birds singing mm. um, because there was no traffic and and uh, like I remember going down and um, taking the dog for a walk down onto the shore road and there was no cars at all and like he just walked across the road he didn't have to use traffic lights yeah. or anything um, going down onto the beach and letting him run around and just just the I, I think I, I suppose in a sense like I, I'm always aware of of the beauty of nature around me and the creation that God has has given us, but it made it even more um, obvious because mm-hmm. there were no other distractions at all. It was simply you heard, you know, I don't know how many different birds sing singing in the in the trees and and um, like where where we live, that we are surrounded by by trees and. Um, like I, I've even seen like three or four squirrels that, that run about the trees. Um the other the other evening there was a saw a hedgehog for the first time. Oh, wow. um, yeah, just my, my dad said the exact same yeah. thing. He was like, I went to like kick this or push this thing over with my foot, one thing and it was a stone and just this hedgehog popped uh-huh. up and just walked away. Yeah, no, I like I, I hadn't realised we had hedgehogs near us and, and it was um I don't normally walk the dog quite as late as I was out, but it was it was dark, and saw this thing running across the road. And I thought, what is that? Because it didn't look like a, it was too big to be like a, a squirrel. Yeah. Um, it was quite a, and it was quite round. Um, and I thought it's not a rat. Um, and then as it got closer, I realized that it, it was actually a hedgehog. hedgehog. Um, the dog went bananas, so I had to take <laughs> the dog away from it. But, um, but no, that. Probably the good things are, are are similar to what other people maybe have said that it's simply having the space to 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 think through things. We had mm. um, like like work continued for me uh, more or less as normal, like because a lot of the stuff that I was doing, 
I was sitting at a desk working on a computer and yeah. making phone calls, contacting people. So all of that continued to happen. But it happened in the shed at the at home rather than um and it's a nice shed. It's not <laughs> oh, is it like a proper yes, work? It's a proper it's got electricity and lights and heating and all the rest of it, so it's a proper so shed. No cobwebs or anything like that. Not, not a not a not a I was thrown out because um, you know, yeah. Joanne just was quite happy for me to go to the shed, get, give her a bit of peace and quiet, you know. Uh but it it uh uh, it actually, in, in one sense, that was a, another good thing because the fact of having to leave the house to go to mm. the shed felt like you were going to work. And then when mm. you left the shed, you were leaving work. But a separation yes, between Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I was happy to, to be able to, to have that. But um, I suppose um, bad things... Um, so many people that... Um, Sorry, I'll go back to one other good thing and then I'll come, come yeah, to go that. Ahead. What the one other good thing is connections that were made. Mm. Um there's a couple of guys that, that I grew up with in, in Boys Brigade, uh, and we uh we did Sunday night Zoom. Um anything from an a, a quick half hour to more often closer to two hours <laughs> um of of um just chat and banter and how things were getting on. One of the guys um, he's quite high up in the fire service here in Northern Ireland, so he he had um, there's a lot of stuff that he was having to deal with and, and yeah. being involved in the pandemic conversations and things as well. Um, and so it was good to be able for him to offload stuff, knowing that it was that was as far as it was going. Um, uh, another friend who who um, is younger than me but yet retired, which is very sickening that you can retire that early but anyway um he worked as a chemical engineer um for for many years and and um but now he's he's actually uh heads up uh christians against poverty in his area mm. um and uh, has been doing some work with tear fund and other organizations that that he didn't have time for uh before whenever he was working he's now been able to to do those things but but we had um a lot of laughs on a Sunday night, just just getting together, and we had uh, just because we've known each other for so long, it was just nice to um, to have that regular contact. We we always would be in contact, but yeah. this was much more regular and much more fun, um, and uh, it was just just good to be able to to share together. Yeah. Um, I suppose the bad things, the, the thing that really I suppose has struck me most has been those who have lost loved ones yeah um and not being able to grieve properly um because there haven't been the the ceremonies that there would have been you know the rituals of mm. of going through like in the countryside the wake that would have been at a family home um the the funeral service where the community would have come to yeah. to the service um um, even the graveside where you know folks would have come along and shook hands and you know and, and many people dealing with just simply a handful of people um, mainly close family and not really being able to um, to deal with uh, grief in the in the ritualistic way that mm-hmm. we would normally do so I, I, I worry about that uh, for people because at some point or other that later down the line is going to have an impact for them um and so it, it's that's probably one of the one of the bad things um 
not being able to see, like going for a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, the simple things that, you know, just you took for granted um, and and those things disappearing. Yeah. Even go to church, um, you know, it, it, uh, it's the it's the conversation that you have before and after as much as the service itself. And while you were still getting the service online, you weren't really getting the interaction. Yeah. Uh, now in the hub, we, we did a Saturday night quiz at the first lockdown for for quite a while um, and different people took the quiz and it was good fun um, and there was a lot of breakout rooms and conversation and catching up with people and, and, that, and that was lovely but it's still not the same as sort of being face to face with yeah. people and chatting yeah. so um, I suppose from um, from my own sort of personal faith perspective um, <laughs> I was given a verse a few years ago that about God being God of the immeasurably more. Mm. Um, and actually, as I was driving in um, to do this today, um, Ren Collective version of immeasurably more came on um, the playlist as I, was, as I was listening. And I went, yes, that's that's the one that I need to share. Um, <laughs> because actually, in light of what I've said about Big House, like in the middle of a pandemic to look to hi- try and raise... Um, nearly a quarter of a million pounds um, and um, uh, and also have that almost the half of that again raised by uh, over the next five years just you wouldn't do it yeah like it just isn't but God has proven more like the immeasurably more was like let's we got to the 50 percent but then we were given the bonus of professional fees yeah. being paid you know and and it's like this is just unbelievable and there have been little things like that um, that have happened um, and how my faith has been encouraged and strengthened by folks in the local community um, who've come and supported us. Um, Like just in the last couple of weeks we had a a guy come from Coleraine um, with a a big digger to clear it because there's a field at the back um, that has shucks ditches to those people who don't know what shucks <laughs> are um, uh, around the field and they needed cleaned out and cleared and he came and um, about 12 o'clock and worked to about 6 o'clock and cleared them all out um, tidied it all up leveled the, the ground off a little bit and uh, did all kinds of things and at the end of it we said right what do we owe you oh no you don't owe me anything and I was like surely we owe you something they said look if you've gone to the bother of buying a place like this to help young people, mm. I can give you a couple of hundred pounds worth of work. And it's it's that kind of thing that just blows me away that, yeah. you know, that folks just from the generosity of their heart and from their own faith uh, want to give something back. And, and uh, that, that just encourages me no end. And there's been loads of, that's one example, like there's loads of yes, things that yeah. have happened um, and, and all those those things that encourage your faith and help you grow and develop are just, as you say, just just really staggering. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been a yes. There've been times when it's been tough where I've sort of thought, I don't know, I cope with this anymore. <laughs> like, you know, I just I just want to get a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, but um, but more more than that, it's been really about you know how how God has has actually encouraged all of us uh, yeah. that have been involved. 
Yeah. And you were saying there that that Rank Collective song or even that yeah. first about God being immeasurably, immeasurably more has yeah. been a real like reminder about this whole season, what God's been yeah. doing. Whenever you think about Castlewell and Holiday Week, is there any particular like verse or passage or even song that kind of crops up for you that can kind of summarise what Castlewell and Holiday Week is to you? There's always been a, a like a, there's been a banner that has been at the back of the stage at different times for Castlewell that um, sort of uh, is the John Ten Ten about mm. living life to the full, um, and and it's always for me Castlewell is always about life to the full, um, and it's it's. Uh, there, there is an awful lot of, of stuff that goes like in the. It's the, it's not just yes. We get very serious, and there's a lot of, of stuff that really challenges us in our, in our Christian walk, but we also have fun together, and you know there's a lot of banter, um, and it's the sitting outside the tent having a cup of tea and chat to folks, and mostly in the know, rain, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's um like over the years there have been some good years, not very many, but there have been a few. Uh, but it is it's it's the sitting outside and 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 chatting to people and and the conversations that go on, that sometimes lead into something significantly deeper. Yeah. Um. That that takes you on a journey. Um. That maybe challenges your faith or or encourages it or or whatever. Um. But it, but it's about uh, taking a step into full, more fullness of life. Um. And uh, for me. My hope is that that what people experience when they come to Castlewell is that life can be more than where they're at at the mm. moment. Because for all of us, we're all learning. There's always another step. There's always yeah. something more of God that we haven't found out. And the hope is that somewhere along the way that that, that speaks to us. And it, it could be, you know, Somebody gives you a burger that you weren't expecting, or you know, I'll be the best. They just yeah. walking down like to the school, and someone just stretches yeah. out their arm and have a burger. Like, yeah, like, like it, it's those, it's those. Like it, it can be something as silly, or it's it's the, you know, the like the water slide for me has to be one of the highlights of the week. You know, um, because. You know, but you're very competitive. I make slide no bones about being very very competitive. Um, you know, I've I've done it for 30 years, you know, uh, every year, including one year when I actually hurt my neck and just went down once to, to continue, continue the streak. And Joanne didn't speak to me for two days after <laughs> because I wasn't allowed to go down. But um, but that that for me is the, is part of the, it's the fun and the enjoyment and it's everybody's together and everybody's there. And it doesn't, it, yes, it's important who wins, like I'm competitive, but it's not really... <laughs> It's it's the enjoyment that everybody has to get and seeing the wee ones enjoy themselves yeah. through the, the us bigger Egypts and maybe fools <laughs> of ourselves um, going down and and also even some of the folks who have um, come as speakers even joining in you know yeah. that that whole fullness of it but it it is it's a combination of the fun that we have but also the the seriousness of of how we take our faith and the way that we support one another and the prayer ministry obviously is part of that as well that. Um, like everybody at some point or other has gone for prayer. Yeah. You know, and, and whether that's been to the front or to the back, depending on where we have been, um, or whether it's been going and talking to somebody and being prayed for, like that that kind of encouragement and support. Um some people don't necessarily feel that they've got that locally, um, or that it's as easy to ask for locally. But at Castle Well <coughs> they feel they can do that. And and that for me is is one of the 
one of the key things that, that we support one another and help each other as we we grow in our faith. Yeah. So amazing. Um we were gonna come to a little bit later, but I'll maybe ask it now because okay. you mentioned the water slide. Yeah. As we've already mentioned, like David is competitive yeah. when it comes to the water slide. <laughs> yeah. And if I remember correctly, you've used the same bin bag for going down the oh. water slide for a couple of years as well. Oh, about six or seven years. Yeah. Um, we so went you to, finally found the, the lucky... Well, no, it's dead now, uh, unfortunately. Uh, uh, but it, it died the, the last year because uh, it, it, I'd had it for so long. Uh, but it was... Uh, it, it was we we had taken a team of young people to work with uh, Barry Sloan in Germany. Yes, um, and uh, they had particular bags out there uh, that they used for for litter picking on the streets. Uh, well, it? it was more for they were like rubble sacks, but okay. the like, normal rubble sacks are very small. But these ones were quite large and also um, extremely thick plastic. Um, so I brought one home. So you're um, that for, competitive. I am that competitive. You brought, that, that I uh, even sourced it from another country. <laughs> uh, yes, it was brought from Germany. You know, like it, it almost, I, I, it probably should have had something on it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. We so could do question. a little Castlewell and fundraiser by auctioning off David's <laughs> yeah. famous bag oh, for yeah, the water slide. I think, I think, I think it's question, probably in the bin somewhere now. You know? <laughs> the question that probably everyone has right now, David, is. Are you going to get in contact with him again so we can send more over for next year? <laughs> Barry, Barry could probably get one for me, okay? You know? So, yeah, I, I'd maybe send him a message on Facebook and see if I could get one sent. But over. you have but just given away your source I know, on a podcast yeah. Yeah. for Castlewell and Holiday Week. Yes. <laughs> yes, there'll be a major order going to Barry for, for, for bags. Yeah. We were, we were going to ask your top tips, but I feel like you've already given away too much. We'll not it's, give away all of it, your... It's, um, well, it, it, it's, it's quite funny because every year um a lot of the, the young guys the teenagers uh, and not include um sort of the like of adam and the others who mm. who are semi-professional at this kind of thing <laughs> um but a lot of the young guys go oh we're going to beat you this year we're going to beat you this year and i look at them and they're like a rake and i'm going <laughs> there is no chance in the world that you're going to beat me because simply because of the amount of weight difference there is Physics. i will just go further <laughs> <laughs> so um so it, it's really fun um sort of whenever they they try to challenge me but um, yeah. they really don't have much chance yeah. mm-hmm. you're just you just got to build their competitiveness for when they get yeah older yeah. the professional yeah. water sliding start, really. start putting on a little bit of weight yeah that yeah. would that would be my advice so for when it's time to pass on the baton to those guys yeah well you see i'm 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 a few few years of 60 so i think we'll try and keep going till we get to 60 you know so um did you do anything water slide related last year at Castlewell? Did you just go down? No, we just no, or? no. We just we last year we we literally just went down and visited those who were there and yeah. and uh, chatted to some of the forestry guys uh, that we would know and and uh, I had been to see the folks in the school as well and I've been to see them again um, during the past year, um, just just to keep a connection yeah. uh, with the folks because um, they have been brilliant supporting us and helping us and and uh, uh and it's lovely um to walk into the school and to be greeted by the caretakers mm. um uh, uh and uh now the new berserk is they they've uh, changed the the lady who was looking after things so we've uh, a new berser that's that's there but yeah hopefully next year we'll be back to some kind of normality yeah. and, and back to to using the the school and, and that and and I hope the water slide as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that's highly debated at Castle on Holiday Week, especially with the youth and children's team, is 
on the Tuesday night or, you know, late night when it's just been a long day, where are we getting our takeaway from? So yeah, you've Dave, won you've one choice, David. You've one choice. Takeaway of choice at Castle Allen. Where are you going and what are you getting? It it has it has changed over the years. It okay. has like it always would have been Zebedee's. Yes. Um, and and probably still would be. Um, but I do like the 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 new little pizza place, the the one across from the, um, from the Mace. Um, just at the at the first entrance. Yeah. Um, there's a new uh, there was a new pizza place that opened up there, and they did very good pizzas. So, um, but if it was take out, probably more than likely. Um, it would be Zebedee's and it would be a chicken burger. Mm. Ooh, do you get anything on your chicken burger? Or you uh, just... Whatever they want to put on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. It's one of those. It's one of those ones that just put whatever you normally put on it. Just oh, yeah. throw it all on. Yeah. Most Whatever's of it. Included. Most of it will still be in the box uh, yeah. by the time you finished it. Yeah. You know, because um, yeah, yeah, by the time you get get through it, it all falls out. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So reminiscing about Castle Wellen, obviously, like. Takeaways are one of the best parts of Castle One, especially like late nights. You oh know, yeah, it's no, been like a long you've finished. Day. You're on youth and children's team. You finish your session. You've like debriefed. It's like half ten, eleven o'clock, and you go for a Chinese. Yeah, or you're you're sitting in your tent or your caravan. It's been raining for five days in a row. You really don't want to cook in the rain, and you gotta go for a takeaway. You know all these memories. But if you had to think of like your favorite Castle on Holiday Week memory, and I know this is probably going to be difficult to pick because there has been so many memories in so many years. But if you have a standout memory for Castle on Holiday Week, what would it be? That's a really hard one. Yeah. Um, because there there are so many different ones that that um, that would come to mind because there are like there are fun ones like. Yeah. Um, before the, the days of health and safety, whenever we were able to race each other down the water slide um, and not just go one at a time. Um, that was allowed. <laughs> yeah, that was that was allowed. Um, uh, some of the, the folks who maybe are listening will remember Linus Lacey, um, Marie Lacey from uh, Belfast Community Gospel Choir, her okay. husband. Uh, he and I used to race each other down the water slide and... and um, I have a memory of beating him at one point and as we were getting towards the end of it all I felt was this hand on my shoulder and he literally pulled me back <laughs> so that he he beat me to the bottom um uh but there there are other things um John and Kelly Middendorf um had their 25th wedding anniversary at, at Castlewell and, and they renewed their vows and and oh, uh Jules and myself uh and um uh, uh, Walt um, Crow from from John's church. He was over with his wife Linda. Um, the three of us took part in in the ceremony um, at the lakeside, because for them, uh, Castlewell meant a lot. Yeah. Um, and so it was a. It was qu- quite emotional, uh, I think, for them. Um, unfortunately, Walt passed away um, during the past year. Um, uh, I was really sorry that uh, he didn't get to come back um, to yeah. see the place. He he had family um, here um, and uh, originally f- from Scotland and from Northern Ireland from Clonus. Um, and when they were over, um, we went for a day trip out to, to Clonus just to show him yeah. uh, where his family had had come from. Um, there are other highlights like the some of the worship times that uh, have been just phenomenal um uh 
because those are really hard to pick out because yeah. there's so many and they blend into each other you know so like uh, Ross and the band leading uh, worship in the in the big marquee um like it, even even like it yeah there's so many um uh, you could do a whole podcast they're, series they're probably, with everyone's yeah, memories about Castle yeah, because because they're like there are different things that will um will will sort of strike you for for different like I, I remember uh, the many cups of tea outside the tent like one in particular with um, Jono mm-hmm. uh, whenever he came to talk to me about his vision for the for, surf project. For surf project. Oh, wow. Um, and did I think we could do it? Would it would it work? Mm-hmm. Look where it is today. Yeah. It's just yeah. phenomenal the way it has has grown and developed. Um, you know there there are conversations with um, individual people like that um, that that stick out. Um, there there are people who who stick out. Um, folks who were involved because when I began, uh, I. Uh, led the twelve to fourteens mm. um, team, and there were there were people then who were just phenomenal that were on youth and children's team, um, who are all probably as old, nearly as old as I am now, you know, <laughs> and and have their own families and and whatever. Um, like it, it, for me, that like watching the generations, mm. um, like it, it's um, the first year that I took the twelve to fourteens. Um, uh, John John Unsworth and I I led it um, and and some of the the folks Jill McVitie who then became um, children's secretary and is now living in in Norway was uh, was one of the folks who who was uh, one of the young leaders on the mm. team and and just seeing her develop and the progression. Um, uh, Andrew Sweeney um, was one of the young people um, who stayed. He actually turned 15, but because uh, John and I were leading the 12th to 14s, he decided to stay an extra year in the 12th to 14s. He was 14 again. <laughs> uh, and and um, and he's like, his, his family are now, and like they're older than he was yeah. whenever he was there um, you know it's that that kind of seeing families develop and grow and mm. um, become fine um, Christian men and women mm. with their own families and with their own faith and involved in their own local churches and, and those kind of, of things stand out so it, it's there's all all sorts of um, like as you say you could do a whole series yeah. on this yeah, so. could be fun. Something fun for uh, an archive a of next, of a next year. Yeah, um, reminiscing because it's been it's been really cool to like hear stories from all all three of you guys about sort of your memories of Castle Wellen and yeah. how it's all kind of come together and the different because you're you're quite involved in like the organisation and stuff. Yeah. So it's really cool to see like a slightly different side to what Castle Wellen looks like in the run up. Like yeah. it's not a sort of a, an event that you planned the week before it takes it oh, takes a year not. or so to, <laughs> we, to, no, to plan no like like we we start like Castlewell finishes the end of the first week in August yeah first week in September we start planning for next year 
Yeah, so, so but do you have do you have any can you give us any insight on what's happening uh next year at castle Wellen yet or next year as in as in this next summer uh, yeah oh, um well john is still waiting to come oh yeah. um he he basically has said look whenever this works um we're ready to come um and so he is is uh he and kelly are are waiting i'm not sure um uh, where the kids will be at that stage um uh, but um hopefully the family will come but um because of covid and the connections that you're able to watch sort of worship services whatever i've i've uh, been watching some of the services in in okc first um, john's church and, and have been part of a some of the link up things that they've they've done um and uh we have people um who are going Joe, we might come to Castlewell. They, they talk so much about Castlewell. Um, we might come too. So there might be a contingent from Oklahoma. Come. Oh, it may, yeah. not, may not just be John. Um, there might be two or three um, other cool. families. We'll have a little come. American community. Yeah, which, which would <laughs> be it would be lovely if, if they were. But um, really, apart apart from um, John saying he's he's ready to come, um, like we have been. It's been like herding cats this year, trying to figure out what we were going to do because um, we were uh, told fairly early on that it was unlikely that, mm. that gatherings the size that we would have would be able to come together. And then there was a little bit of a glimmer of hope and then that disappeared again. Mm. Um, and so we were sort of going, right, do we do online? Do we not do? And we we just decided we have to make a decision. So mm. um so it's been it's been fairly focused on trying to to put pull it all together um, yeah. for, for this year. And I think that's the thing as well that people sometimes don't realise yeah. about uh, like an event that's as big as Castle Wellen that takes so long to yeah. plan and prepare that you can't decide in July that you know what we're going to run Castle Wellen in person because yeah. restrictions yeah. have allowed us. It you need to you need to plan. Um, yeah prepare and make sure that you have everything think, in place so most, it's as good as it can be. Yeah, I think most people sort of get that because like they if you're booking a caravan or into the electric mm. site, you're doing it in the beginning of January usually. Mm-hmm. Um because you know you want to get there and uh but so the, the, there are so many elements to, to what needs to be put together that it, it just as you said, it would be lovely to go if they said on the fifth of July you can have everybody to get it'd be lovely to be able to go, right, we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, but it just wouldn't happen. Um Yeah. Um, and although ideally we'd love to be in person for Castle on the Week this year because we missed out last year, we're talking a little bit earlier about seasons and how yeah. Castle Well and Holiday Week has gone through so many seasons of sm- starting from a small gathering to being in the various marquees to being in the school to now just being a weekend but online. Mm. But like what is your hope for Castle on Holiday Week this year for stepping into this kind of new season of being a little bit more online and although we're not physically together that we're still connecting over the course of the weekend i i just hope that that through what whatever we the lovely thing about what we're doing this year is that that it becomes available for longer mm-hmm. um like castlewell normally just happens for that week uh, and the people who are there enjoy it and get a lot from it um but because we've had to record everything um or almost everything uh, the, there is a, a sense in which um, this now becomes available for anybody who wants to, to hear it and, and can listen to it whenever. Um, yeah. And the hope would be that um, as people experience um, a little bit of the feel of Castle Wellen, 
um, that it might actually encourage them because I, my hope for this one is some people just well they don't have caravans mm. and they don't have tents and so castle well the, the, the castle may be too expensive for them and so in, in that sense it's out of reach for them so this year we actually have the possibility of it being able to be accessed by anybody yeah um and that for me what what i would hope will come from this season is that there will be people who will be affected by what's put together that mm-hmm. god will speak to their hearts that they will grow that they will um if they aren't people of faith that they'll come to faith um if they are struggling that something will touch their heart that will help them and so for me this this season of of being online rather than being in person has more potential Mm. to touch more lives than we would normally do and so for for me that that's that's a key thing that uh, we we don't normally have but it also makes me go if we can do it for this one then why can't we do it for all of them yeah that we have something some way of recording and 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 even when i say recording not just as a podcast but actually a a video yeah like a like a live stream live stream yes Mm -hmm. that that people will actually get to see this is what actually happens at castlewell now the difficulty i have with that is that if if we get a massive response we don't have capacity yeah um and so therefore um like we are a nice size as we are at the moment and i not sure what we would do if it suddenly expanded yeah that's the only fear that i would have with it now it's a nice fear to have um but i but it's uh yes if there were suddenly you know a thousand people that wanted yeah. to come on uh for the for the week yeah there would be serious conversations that we would be needing to have to try and figure out how do we make that happen yeah and we know that provisionally our dates for 2022 are the 30th of july to the 6th of august so if you're listening to the podcast and god's been stirring this weekend like get the dates in your diary because you know god always blows our expectations out of the water with all these kind of things and you know this weekend's been amazing for so many people so getting those dates in your diary because if we're able to be together next year that's when we'll be together yeah. And, if, and if you're trying to if you have a caravan and you want to get in the electric site you got to make sure that you book by january because i've heard it fills up very very quickly yeah within within the the first day or two um that week is usually filled yeah um so whenever they uh, they open now it's all online bookings so it mm. used to be you yeah. had a phone uh, but yeah. now it's all online um so you need to be in there quick. Yeah, but you know what? Slumming it in a tent for the week isn't the worst thing. You yeah, know, some of the best great. memories come from those. We're we are not allowed. We are not allowed to go into the electric site, and that is because our sixteen-year-old daughter will not allow us to go in because she said it's so much more fun when we're in the tent in the field. Yeah. That's it. But yeah, so. I like I love staying with like youth and children's team and stuff. It's just fun, and then especially in the mornings when you're walking down, you hear every single tent and that annoying iPhone alarm <laughs> goes off, and you just hear it from every tent. And then every other tent is just like a. Oh. I suppose the it's only so thing, tired. the only thing that some of us uh, of us miss here in the field, uh, when the marquees were there, was that there was always music playing in the yeah. morning. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever people were the band were were getting ready for for worship and and yeah. uh, and that that that's the only thing I suppose that uh, now you could put speakers up and play <laughs> it through it, but I I don't know. I think actually a year or two of of sort of not having it people got used to not having it as well but um, we should but, try and source a campsite tubador for the coming years <laughs> just to walk around in the mornings and wake everybody up with some worship uh, yeah. uh, that'd be great but david we have one more question for you okay. um before we finish uh this 
we've been trying to figure out on um, on the, the podcast, and we were talking about sort of food earlier, but pineapple on pizza, yes or no? If you're if you're having um, ham, uh, then with pineapple, yes. If you're having anything else, I'm not quite sure whether it works or not. So yes. Oh, well, Heather said pepperoni and pineapple. Oh flip, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, Heather. Um, no, that uh, pep- the pineapple would destroy the pepperoni sandwich. So yeah. um, it takes all the all the heat out of it. Uh, okay, it does, yeah. yeah. So if it's on a Hawaiian pizza, yeah, you're totally okay fine. with it. But yeah. on any other form of pizza, I, I just don't. I just don't know. see why you would put it on anything else. You know, right. like that's the only one that. That to me would work because um, if you get a uh, go to a restaurant and you get gammon, you can get it either with an egg or with pineapple. Yeah. So for me, that that's I've never how it had works. that before. That sounds unreal. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's something for you to try. But it, it's um, that's a traditional thing to get. So for me, on a if you're having a Hawaiian, that's basically a yeah. gammon and pineapple. Yeah. The, the gammon on on a baked bread slice, really. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? That's it. Um, that's it. But David, would you mind? praying for us just as we as we finish well i just thank you for uh this uh, time that we have shared together for uh for the holiday week at castle wellen and for all that it means to to all of us who are have taken part who are listening along for those who for this weekend it has been the first time that uh, they have heard about Castle Well or, or have participated in it. I just pray, Father, that uh, through the words that have been shared, through the fun that has been had, um, that you would speak to us, um, that your Spirit would strive with us and that your Spirit would help us to see uh, anything that needs to, to change in our life, where we need help, where we need encouragement, and that your Spirit would move uh, within us. I pray, Father, for uh, the final parts of uh, of this weekend um, for our worship together, for all the kids who have been involved in, in the various parts of the programme uh, and for adults who will, who will listen and share. Father, just use the time that we have had together to your glory and to your honour. And we pray, Father, that as we come uh, to next year, uh, that we will be in a position where we can be together, uh, where we can share our stories, where we can uh, hug and interact, and where we can be your people together in Castle Wellen, uh, and uh, you're, you're, uh, that you would be glorified through what we will do. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. David, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. Um, don't forget, put the dates in your diary for next year. Um, and also, if you haven't listened to any of the other two episodes, um, please go and do that. Uh, we've done this for you to reminisce a little bit and just learn a little bit more about who God is, what he's done. Um, and we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming along with us. And a big thank you again to Heather, Claire and David, of course, for coming and joining us. And hopefully you will hear from us soon and again hopefully you had a lovely weekend and we will catch you later you might see us you might hear us next year you might see us next might year might see us next year <laughs> um, but yes guys we will hope, hopefully see you soon and we look forward to next year at Castle Wellen goodbye goodbye